Welcome to the Giant Dwarf Podcast, a podcast about Kings of War and a lot of other stuff, with Fred and Nido. Uh, hello everyone, and welcome to the Giant Dwarf Podcast. Uh, today it's the 5th of September, I believe, and uh, I am here with V-Dog. Howdy-ho! Howdy-ho! And we are chilling on a Saturday um, in my place. Yeah, we're going to play some Kings of War. Yeah, soon. We After are. this. That's right, we have the, actually picked our armies and uh, even, well, I was going to say deployed. They're on the table, we put, set up the terrain. And everything. So yeah, we're gonna play Kings of War after this, which is a, a nice change. Last time it was Dead Zone, and it's been Dead Zone for a while, I guess. Yeah, but that, that was fun. I was actually looking forward to yeah. Dead Zone uh, sometime. Me I too. I, I I missed it. I was actually uh, browsing through the uh, Escalation book for Dead Zone earlier today. I was looking at uh, some rules. And I was like, oh, I wanna play. I wanna play Dead Zone. But uh, you need to get me back on the horse. Yeah, for to force in some Kings of War now. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I need some practice. I just sent in my list yesterday for the Reign of Kings event, which, you know, hopefully is happening. Uh, so you're bringing a tournament list for this game. Yeah, I have my tournament list. And you have some random rubbish that you picked out from my leftovers. Yeah, I have the rubbish you left out. Yep. <laughs> so all the orcs that I'm not using, uh, V-Dog is using. Um, I suppose, because you, you have your armies at the club, I guess, which is why probably why you asked. Yeah, uh, I did want to go back to the club and get it today. So no. You saved me the trip. That's that's fair. And this is a fun fun twist, too, to just... I don't know, I feel, um, I feel like, um, uh, you know... Just starting wargaming, just picking out what I have. Yeah. And because um, my, I, to be fair, that's kind of how I made my list too. Although it's my tournament list, I did really just go. I logged on to ESC Army because uh, someone told me that you know lists are due today. So I did like, okay, uh, I'll take this, 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 and that. And I'll, I even threw in some undead allies just, I don't know, for fun or just for change because I've, mm-hmm. I've never I've always been kind of an opponent of allies <laughs> that was a surprise <laughs> because that's not the easy way out is it? Or? I don't know I don't know. I mean orcs have been disappointing me for years so mm. uh, it felt so good to put a regiment of mummies and two troops of wraiths into my orc list it feels so much more comforting yeah actually those mummies and those wraiths are your triumph and treachery lists yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, they are a key component of my uh, triumph and treachery lists. Yeah. That's right. Ah, we should play that sometime too. Hmm. Yeah, but you're right. This is like uh, good old days. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should uh, take uh, the hills out and replace them with books. Yeah. So. <laughs> the terrain is almost too too professional. But it's not the... I mean, No, we have those 2D forests you made. Yeah. It's not the best terrain, but... Uh, it's not the worst either. We, we actually avoided having to... Yeah, I was, I was thinking actually that I might need to... You know, uh, I was looking for some sort of big... Uh, I don't know, a vase or something as, a, as an impassable terrain. As yeah. a piece of blocking terrain. Yeah. But I managed to, to steer clear of that. So it's a bit sparse. I, we could have more 
terrain though, but uh, I think it's I think it's fine. Yeah, so what's up uh, with you these days, uh, Vlog? It's been a couple of um, I think it's been a month and a half since our last episode. Um, how's uh, you're back to work and oh yeah yeah you're not that. talking about the hobby you're talking about no, my no, life I'm, in general yeah we're just on the what's up section yeah what's up section uh, well back to work uh, new uh, yeah new pupils uh, new class sort of new class yes uh, it's okay I guess mm-hmm. uh, not as good as my last class because you had your last class for several years right no I didn't oh really no. But uh, I knew them a li- little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, but these kids are, are shit compared to your last kids, right? No, I, well, <laughs> well uh, no, just one of them. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, they're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All with their inner strength and some slight weaknesses. <laughs> very, uh, yeah, very teacher-like. Just like humans, actually. Yeah. Well, they um, are small humans, I guess. Yeah. Not just tiny animals. Actually, I uh, uh, maybe I should say this for epic moments. Uh, no, I'm, I don't think I need that because I have a really sad epic moment. If you want to listen to okay. that first, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just cut my beard and my hair. Yeah. So I, I look a little bit different, and uh, I also I started I put on my glasses yesterday when I came to um, came to class after staying home with some sick uh, kids. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I obviously I didn't look the same at all from I guess. Uh, beard and hair and no glasses to glasses and no hair and no beard yeah. so I told them and they were a little bit shocked to see me and I told them I'm not Vidar I'm his <laughs> evil twin brother uh, Ivar <laughs> uh, and that was a joke mm-hmm. but uh, I think actually some of them believed me <laughs> So uh, so uh, so during the day uh, yesterday, one of the one of them come, came up to me and said, uh, "Vidar, no, oh, oh, I mean Ivar. He was he seemed genuinely, uh, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, disappointed. So I said the wrong name. So he actually thinks you are Ivar. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. You know, I mean, you looked uh, you looked like good old Vidar to me, but I guess uh, if you changed all those things, uh, yeah, and, they, and uh, also they haven't seen me with no beard and no hair. They only know they have probably seen me last year, but then I uh, I was not in the same mm-hmm. area where they spent the most time. Yeah, probably then didn't know who I was. Mm. Uh, and now they have only seen me with beard and hair up yeah. until now. <laughs> then suddenly, yeah. yeah. That's fun. Um, why is the neighbor banging on the walls all of a sudden? Has the old lady decided to do her new IKEA furniture today or something? Hmm. It reminds me I did some carpentry. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll just uh, you just keep telling me about that, and I'll be over here. Yeah. Fred just left. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just uh, been doing mainly an outdoor shed. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some outdoor carpentry. Yeah, just uh, and I was dreading it because I'm not used to carpentry at all, and uh, loan you know like power tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. I never liked it, uh, and also it's a little bit difficult to. I have to do this together with uh, my neighbor, so yeah. we have to talk about all the solutions we're going to yeah. uh, do and why we're going to do it this way and this way, mm-hmm. and um, I like. It's um, 
I was not looking forward to it. But uh, now when I had a chance and uh, actually got better and better and better. So it was actually quite fun. Yeah. So now I feel I can build everything. Yeah, anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you showed some pictures of that and it looked, yeah, it looked pretty, looked like a decent shed. Yes, the roof will probably leak, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> so what are you going to have in there? Just just a lawnmower, maybe the, maybe some... Uh, yeah, some stuff for, for the kids, tools, stuff okay. like that. Where did you have that stuff up until now? Just uh, down stuff. in the garage. Uh, oh, yeah. We have it, yeah. Okay. Or outside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I just imagine you're... I, I had this picture of your house now, like, littered. The front yard is littered with, like, lawnmowers and... Uh, skis and fish <laughs> lying about <laughs> like a hillbilly home <laughs> no it's just, no my wife would never allow that so, um, <laughs> they've been true piled up against the walls and have you also been uh, using a face mask on the bus recently yeah i do it when uh, when uh, when it's too crowded mm -hmm. and by too crowded i mean if I have to stay uh, closer to one meter, yeah, people. Yeah, me too. Uh, it uh, was it was kind of weird in the start. Like, do you still recall the first time you decided to put on the, yeah, the face mask? I, yeah, I felt <laughs> kind of like a superhero, but not quite. Also, like mm. because of the look, or because you were doing society a favor. Because of the look, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ninja kind of. Yeah, something like that, but warmer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you felt like Deadpool or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, I've been using a face mask recently also, but I do try to. Well, I don't know because in, in the start I was like, I'll wear this only when it's necessary, right? But then it's been like I don't know. It feels like most people don't want to use one. Uh, almost because of fashion reasons, like no, I I don't look good in a face mask. At least I don't know. I, majority of the people at least don't wear one, right? Um, so now uh, I've actually started to go the other way, which is instead of looking for reasons to take it off, I usually take it on re almost regardless, just to be like a good example. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's right. It's still a pandemic, people. You. Got a you know, short responsibility. <laughs> Almost like a bicycle helmet. Yeah, I guess. Like it's, uh, yeah, because that's also a thing that you don't have to have on, but you maybe should, like yeah. for your own good, really. And yeah. Well, this is for everyone else's good, though, which is weird because even though I put a face mask on, still people refuse to sit next to me or like close to me, which is weird because I thought that was the whole point that. Let's say, if you, let's say if all the people wore a face mask in theory, then there shouldn't be a reason to, to, to not sit next to each other, right? Yeah, but uh, did people in Norway sit next to each other before the pandemic? Well, only, uh, only in rush hour. Yeah, yeah. Because now it's like uh, people spread out and wear face masks, yeah. which, uh, which leads to this situation. You have people sitting with no people next to them, uh, some of these people have face masks on, so they're living the life. They have like good space, face mask, mm -hmm. and then all the other people are 
jamming themselves together in a big crowd in the center of the bus because there's no seats. Yeah. Mm. And they often don't have face masks. Yeah. So it's like these people are the elite. We are sitting down with our face masks and at least rabble, they can just stand, huddle together like like a herd of, of, of cows. Yeah, because it may. Even though it's allowed, it's I guess it's a little bit frowned upon to sit down next to uh, someone on the bus. Yes, yeah, it is. It is uh, face mm-hmm. mask or not? Exactly, but I think the mistake is that uh, the face. If you wear a face mask, then that should go away uh, for that person. Uh, you should be. Uh, let's say if a person is sitting with a face mask, you should just sit. I think you should sit next to that person because you pe- people need to take seats instead of. The problem is that they're all crowding together now. Yeah. In the in the you know standing areas, so it's just really weird, um, and it's still a bit like if you're wearing a face mask, people look on you like you're the uh, like you're a disease bearer. Hmm. That's probably going away a bit now, but at least in the start, I was like, oh my god, a, a man wearing a face mask, keep your distance. He must be really sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He must be infected. Yeah, so it's been weird. Um, and also in the start, I wore a new face mask like every time I went on the bus. But now I have the same one just folded in my pocket. I think I've been using the same one for like two days. Because hmm. it's not for my benefit, right? It's for everyone else's benefit. And if my face mask is dirty or whatever, it's not going to change their situation. Because I could still get infected hmm. even if I'm wearing a face mask. So it's for, it's, it's for that if I'm infected, then anything I breathe out or sneeze out will get caught right in the... In the mask, so no, it's uh, it's strange times, and but I'm happy whenever I see another person wearing a face mask. It's like you almost, I think it's going to be almost like with bus drivers. You know, they they kind of say hi to each other when they pass. Do you think people with face masks will start giving each other like a like a knowing eye, like yeah, so, nod of approval or something? yeah, yeah, secret uh, secret nod? Like so, that's right. Maybe. You're an intelligent human being. Oh well. Uh, other thing, uh, oh yeah, speaking of sick, I actually been home for, for four days uh, from work. I was sick last week, but <laughs> didn't this happen last time we podcasted? <laughs> I think so. And I, take, I, I took another corona test, which yeah. also came back negative. Yeah. Relax, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I had a one day work week this week. Yeah. I did Friday and then it was so nice to have the weekend straight after that. Yeah. I had a two-day work week actually because I had because uh, six kid. children. Yeah, lovely, living the life. Uh, but I was it's really hard when um, the children are sick, but obviously not uh, in a fever. Yeah. But their cough is really ugly. Yeah. So then uh, yesterday I delivered the little one and I just placed him uh, where he should be and just don't don't cough don't cough. And I ran away as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bit... Because he's in good shape, but uh, when he wakes up from sleep, or yeah. if he gets his uh, coughing, then it looks like uh, a mammoth is dying or something. Oh, really? That bad? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah, I did see some posts, like, all the... There's a lot of teachers in the Kingsworth community, and, uh, you know, I've seen some posts, like, are you all ready for... You know, being experts on differentiating between colds and coronavirus. Because that's kind of your life now, I guess, as a teacher. Like, well, I have a sick student. Yeah. Now it's up to me to decide 
yeah. what this student has. <laughs> well, it's not really up to me. It's just I guess English. not. Hopefully not. No, but uh, the, st- the students have been uh, doing a good job in staying home if they are sick, actually. Yeah. At least in my school. Uh, you know, I actually went to the shop today and I forgot my wallet, which is was a very weird experience. Because Did you steal any, everything you needed again? No, I had some bottles with me, right? For yeah. the recycling money. <laughs> so yeah. I was in the position which I haven't been since I was like a child. I had 51 kroner. <laughs> I was did, like, you, did you buy 100 buggy gums? gums? Oh yeah, those... Uh, that's right, I remember those. And no, I couldn't afford two Grandiosa, right? So I bought one Grandiosa and a bag of chips. And I got one kroner back. Wow, cool. I mean, I how... Just, I just have this pitch in my head uh, where you're going to the store and you had 51 kroner. Then you got back and then Hanna is saying... And did you buy the toilet paper? No, but I bought this candy. Yeah. Because you're so in the mood. <laughs> I got some candy. Yeah, it's just so funny because I felt like a kid, like a kid again with like a, a limited amount of money yeah. and no way to get more. Like, um, more was at home, sort of. I could go home and get more, but yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. Yeah, so we'll have, we'll have to share the one pizza later. Yeah, I already had dinner, so I think I'll be fine. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, should we go into the news and events segment, perhaps, Vito? Yeah. And it started raining, so it might be a little noisy, but we'll, we'll probably get through it. News and events. Are you ready for this uh, episode's forum news? Hit me. Okay, check this out. A guy called Alkuds on the forum, or his uh, real name is Alles, and he's from Prague, according to his profile at least. <laughs> he got a gold badge uh, a few days ago. Oh. And this is a badge. He's the only person what? to have unlocked it. Even I don't have it. Okay? That's setting how, a scene for How it. do you get the gold badge? This gold badge is called Devotee. Uh, and it's given to you if you visit the forum every day for a whole year. But I have this. Uh, what? No, you have the anniversary, right? Oh, yeah. You have the... Okay, so have we have... Else. You and I got I the badge. hundred days or something. Yes, we got, we, yeah. we got a, gold, a silver badge. We both got it, I think, on the same day. Yeah. And it was called uh, Aficionado. Yeah. And it was from for visiting a uh, hundred days consecutive. And I remember that because I, 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 I seem to remember that you were kind of embarrassed. Yeah, I was really embarrassed. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like I'd been that much to the forum at all. But so I okay. was really embarrassed. But uh, I thought that you were embarrassed that you were like outed for being like really into the forums, or or that no, you were no, on there. No, no, just more into the forums than I knew. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and the thing is, do you know how much I want that? gold badge because yeah. I'm like as an admin I can pretty much swear that I'm in there every day yeah. just to look for any because at least well it's only happened once one time uh, some fake account made a thread that I had to delete mm-hmm. but it's been really clean other than that but I still pop in every day and have a quick look but the thing is I haven't I mean, I'm sure that someday during like summer holiday or something, 
I missed like one day. Yeah. And that's enough now because you need 365 consecutive days. Mm. So let's say maybe I broke my chain in like July. I can't get this gold badge no. now until next July. No. So. But th- what you can do is to buy this profile. <laughs> buy. Oh, you know what? As an admin, there's a button called impersonate. Yeah. I can actually impersonate this person. Yeah, so you can, have the, gold, you can have the gold uh, badge uh, yeah. for a day or can, a week or a month. I, I can just take over the profile and yeah. that's just my new profile. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that, Alice? Alice. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, well done. It's. Uh, I, I was. Because uh, some, sometimes I scroll through the badges list to see if, if anyone has gotten any new ones. Because it, it's an, then uh, suddenly a number will appear. Like for, in this case, there was suddenly the number one mm. was like next to this uh, gold badge, and I was like, "What?" And, and I, okay, I admit, I was like, "Yay! Finally, I got it!" I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I pressed it, like, "Wait, that's not me!" <laughs> no. Okay, so yeah, well done, big up. So there's no summer holiday for you next time. No, uh, and if there is, I'll I I have to write some sort of program that. Visit visits every day or something like. Yeah, I can get a friend to do it. Well. <laughs> yeah. So that that was the forum news. Uh, <laughs> no new badges for you, sadly. Sorry, Lido. No, I checked uh, yesterday. <laughs> Maybe this is like I award you. You hereby get this badge. Yeah. For... I got a new. I got a new award, but I had it from before. You know, ten, One of those, ten likes uh, uh, awards. Yeah, like like yeah. hot topic or something yeah, like so, that. Yeah. Cool. So how's it been with the Kings of Norway painting contests recently? Recently? Uh, I think July, August uh, are, I think they all need covering. Oh wow. July was uh, pretty good. I don't remember. Yeah, it was impossible in uh, July. But a lot of, oh, yeah, that's right. lots of people, uh, I think it was maybe 12 or oh, something. Oh yeah, I painted I those skulk, uh, mounted skulks for, um, yeah. for July painting Lots contest. of people uh, entered something there. I think I got third place or something. It's good. Yeah, got some points and for that. Uh, it is really, I think it's really exciting to see who's leading overall too. Now I don't have the uh, the list, but I think Jürgen published it. Okay, is and it's a uh, kind of a flat curve. Lots of people are chasing uh, Knut Stanley in the lead. Yeah, it's, it's still Knut, I including think. me. Uh, well, paint and play. Uh, uh, was for August. Uh, for August was mm. not heavily attended. No, I it think was, it was uh, five or something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and then Knut got uh, second place or third place. I don't remember. It's the same amount of points. Yeah. And he shared that with me. Uh, but it was possible to get some extra points. So then I got more points than him because you actually played with this figure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. So then, uh, then I sneaked up a little bit, but I was a little bit behind from before, so I don't know how it looks now. So tell us about September's uh, uh, whole scheme, because that's a, that's a funny one, I think. The painting challenge for September is a long tradition now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's as old as Kings of War Norway, I think. Almost, oh, yeah. At least four uh, or five years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's sloppy September. Yeah. Uh, you actually paint as many models you can. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to voting, each models you paint, a model you paint count as a vote. Yeah. So right. if you paint eighty models, it's eighty uh, votes. Yeah, which is far more than you will ever get from the actual vote. Yes, because normally you will get maybe at most fifteen 
votes maybe. Yeah. And then this the guy coming in second or third will not get zero vote, votes, but also something close to that. Yeah. So it will would matter uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, but those uh, models you count as I it's never up until this uh, month, and I don't know what will happen now. Mm-hmm. It has never been the the results in sloppy September has never been decided by uh, voting. No, it's always been the amount of models you yes, paint. Yes, because some some people paint an insane number of models. Have, and I understand that um, Undead is a popular army for Sloppy September. Yeah. I, do, I think Thomas Bandur, he uh, painted an Undead, a large number, I think, of Undead. Yeah, I don't remember. For one I year. think it was at least 80 models. Yeah, yeah. probably zombies or something. Yeah. And, um, well, Knut is a known Undead player, so... Um, you know, there's a big. Uh, you know, I think I can guess what's what he's aiming for. Yeah, probably. Um, and is there a, like a, is there like uh, an any limit for like you saying like that that model is not painted? That's actually you just threw color on it. So sort of. uh, we haven't had that issue. No, before uh, you, you you would know it if you saw it. Like I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a perfect month to do a ghost army, like you know that yeah, shit but, when you take yeah. a white undercoat yeah. and then just green glaze and yeah, it's sure. finished. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, whatever. you also have to base it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to make the bases too. Well. But we have allowed to make we have allowed people to make the bases beforehand. Yeah, uh, I'm making my bases now, and it's taking so long yeah. because I get stuck in small details so this yeah. is called sloppy September do you know what I'm actually doing now on my base I didn't you, I, you I saw a photo you were building some fences and stuff I built some fences and then I built a wood chopping block and yeah. Yeah, this morning I built a table a wooden table out of like your ice cream ice cream coffee service coffee yeah. service sticks yeah, yeah. and Actually, I was thinking about. I was thinking, what am I doing now? I'm actually. I'm now. I'm modeling cabbage, for the field. For sloppy September. Yeah, that's wow, not well uh, good use of my time. And all the all the militias are just uh, lying there. Have you undercoated them at no. least? No, I haven't even uh, glued them together. All of them. Oh wow. Well, I'm trying to participate, but I'm kind of in the same boat because. Um, I'm making more orc great axe, yeah. but I refuse to paint them sloppily, and mm-hmm. those are the ones I use the most time on. Yeah. My orc army is the one I use, have used the most time per figure, so I've also missed the spot a little bit. Um, and the bases, I was going to uh, like get a, a jump start and do those in August, but uh, I was out of milliput, so I couldn't. Hmm. So yeah, me too. I'm also a bit, yeah. little bit behind the. For, for me, sloppy September is about painting yeah. more models than I usually do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm not going to paint something I'm not happy with. Mm, uh, yeah. Uh, it's not going to. Happen. And also, when I made this uh, base, and it's uh, so many things going on in the base mm-hmm. that uh, make then I have to make models that actually fit. Yeah. So I have to make a model that actually looks like he was about to chop wood. Yeah. And I had to make a model who was about to uh, see oh. a monster while picking cabbage. You're into oh. like Magnus territory yeah, now, it's like just, the uh, diorama. <laughs> okay. So it's probably if I can finish one legion, and then I don't mean 60 models, but maybe 
I, I put so much stuff on my Legion base that I, well, I won't be able to fit 41 either. Which, which actually uh, directly uh, uh, punishes you because the whole point is uh, you get points per model. Yeah. So if you ha don't have space for yeah. Yeah. more than X amount, you'll only yeah. get that amount of points. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see. Yeah, I don't think I can fit 30 on a Legion base actually. We'll see wow. when I can fit. Well, well, I'll, try. Look, I'll try. Yeah, it's probably going to look you know, populated enough. Yeah, uh, and the more populated it becomes in a certain, uh, then probably you won't see the base. Which you spend so much time yeah, on. And then it, you, won't, you can't see anything <laughs> happening in the base. Uh, it's yeah, just like a yeah. huge rave party. Which, a, yeah, you know. I know. Oh, did you see that one guy who posted a full model count horde of, uh, what was it, a Northern Alliance or something? Huskarls? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it looks so great when it's full model count. And you're like, oh my god they're not even facing the same way because that, that was impossible <laughs> yeah, right because yeah, yeah. it's 40 yeah. models with the yeah. big ass weapons and shit yeah. and some are facing like sideways and backwards that looks like because you, you said it looked like a rave party and i just got that unit in, into my head like <laughs> yeah. if you had zombies or ghouls then I can see why would you want to. F then mm. you can fill up a huge yeah. crowd yeah, that's going together, standing on top of each other. Yeah, I've seen zombies. Yeah. That, that looks really cool for zombies, yeah. at least. But still, you might want to show off some of your base. Yeah. Just to create a little bit of. Yeah, um, you can have like, a big crowd on one edge and then have a bit more sparse. So yeah. maybe some fell into a pool of water or stopped mm -hmm. by a fence or stopped eating someone or. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. I actually sometimes feel like I don't do. Um, like the multi-basing part of our hobby good enough because I'm so focused on getting a, a playable unit uh, that I, I I usually, well you can see all my units here, I don't really do any diorama things happening, you know, it's it's only soldiers in ranks on the base yeah. and I do a little bit of like you know, merely um, um, put uh, with the rolling pins and also, but it's just decoration. It's it's nothing like uh, nothing's going on. No, it's a good-looking base with several elements, but nothing. It's not like uh, it don't tell mm. a story. Exactly, and I've been thinking about like I I should have like a little campfire. And, you have one. Uh, you made that base with uh, the the snotling was bathing. The bathing snotlings. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, that's still there's no models on that uh, oh. yet. There's just. <laughs> It, yeah, it never became anything more. Yeah, that's my only only time I've done done that. So, yeah. So, but but, but to to get a proper well, this one has like water effect, but it's yeah. this is the closest one I I came to like doing anything. But mm. it's still just soldiers marching over the water effect, really. But you need like a certain size. I think you yeah. have to have a horde. Yeah, at least. and legion is perfect. Yeah. So because it's, it's just for the uh, volume. Huge, yeah, huge opportunity. So, and I don't really have any units that are like that, but uh, oh well. But then you can have them standing together and you can model something going on, like a bridge in between the units yeah. that meets in the middle. Mm -hmm. So something like that. That's true. Oh well, uh, cool. So Sloppy September is a very fun uh, topic, I think. And I, it's very popular I, too. I hope a lot of people uh, enter. Yeah. And uh, we wrote, just rolled the dice too to see how many points the yeah. second and third and first place got. Yeah, because you wanted um, to award some, some bonus points this month for, yeah. uh, for the top three, right? Yeah. So let's just say it's more points than usual. Should I reveal it uh, right now? Or? Yeah, you can. If you I want. rolled a d4 and I got a 4. Yeah, so the, it's a 
that's the most point uh, second uh, the third place could uh, get so yeah. third place will get four points yeah usually third place get uh, two points mm-hmm. uh, and the second place get also two points usually but uh, now they will get four plus one so five points mm-hmm. and that means the first place is going to you roll the five but they will always get more than second place so mm-hmm. uh, first place will get uh, six points when six normally points. they will get uh, three points all right so this month is uh twice as valuable so get those paint those models splash yeah. some and paint it on. would be fun also if the voting this month uh, had something to yeah was uh, yeah any plans for the to make that special as well no just uh, that uh, models didn't count for the results uh, but uh, some, oh, yeah. uh, actually the voting <laughs> has, uh, has played Ooh, a part what if you um what if you uh, say that everyone who votes also gets... Because you, you're kind of handing out like lottery yeah. tickets, aren't you? Okay, yeah. What if everyone who votes get a, gets one lottery ticket for wow. for next year's prize? Uh, That's a good so idea. Then people will vote. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but then you can't have anonymous uh, voting. Though. No, but I think I can click on... No, no, I need the anonymous to, to make it quick voting, I think. But I'm sure you can have a trust system. If it's only one... Po- um, like lottery ticket and you can probably have make people if people say I voted you can probably trust them that they voted and uh, yeah. if you see the number also increasing to match that then yeah. I would we be so be. disappointed in the Norwegian uh, uh, Kings of War community if I counted if more people said they voted than I counted votes <laughs> yeah because how much how much work is it to press the button yeah. like <laughs> you have to go in and yeah you have to push Push just yeah. Uh, then I would be really disappointed. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do it for that. Some guy like I, I voted. I just saved ten <laughs> seconds. Ten seconds of my life. <laughs> oh. Okay, cool. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna consider that at least. I will. Ha- I have considered to also publish it on Twitter and stuff like that. But. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just do. It. Okay. So not. <clears throat> so it's it's not not just the Norwegian community who votes. But everyone could vote in theory. We could have done something like that. Yeah, it is. I guess there's no big reason why not. Yeah, well, we're excited to hear what you find out, uh, Idag. This is you, your, you and Jürgen's call, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Other news: uh, Clash of Kings Germany. It still seems to be happening in uh, later in September. Uh, but it did seem like they had to cut down on the number of players for some government uh, restrictions for corona so they were up in like almost 50 players but apparently they had to cut to 28 players so i checked the (coughs) the sign up page on the t3 website and it's it looked like it was 26 people paid uh, now and two spots free for Clash Kings Germany in this Cologne. Is, yeah, so this is where Thomas Bandit was going. He was going. I'm not he sure probably, now. No, maybe he, he was one of those people who uh, signed off then. Because he is coming with us to Reno Kings? Or? No, he, he was considering it. But it doesn't look like he will be coming anyway. But he, he, he can join last minute. I mean, we have a spot for him on the train if he wants to. You hear that, Thomas? Join us. So anyway. Uh, we want to win then. That's true. Stay away. Stay You're away. too good. You're too good player. <laughs> okay. That's way we're going to win anyway. Yeah, I don't think I will. But um, yeah, so um, I need another player to play against those thirty Bergens list. <laughs> yeah, we're um, 
Uh, it's fun that I wonder because that's a very local joke. I wonder if the if anyone catches that because if you ever hear us say how 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 filthy the West Coast players are and like how dirty their lists are, it's kind of a long running joke now, isn't it? Because we went there once. Yeah. Um, the first year we went there, all the Oslo or most of the Oslo players or all of them were actually bringing bringing very soft lists because they were like, we can't go to Bergen and like crush <laughs> face. No. So I remember William wrote like an all zombie troll list when they were really shit, uh, and he got smashed. <laughs> and I remember like we all got so much, uh, we got pretty much beat uh, the crap out of us because we had like soft lists, at least according to us. <clears throat> and when we, ever since we came back, we've been like, yeah, Bergen, they have like filthy lists. So now we say that you no, know, regardless, <laughs> even if we bring the worst cheese, always they have the worst lists. <laughs> Uh, and they're like, we don't, we don't. <laughs> they feel like wrongfully uh, branded, I think, with that. But yeah. that, that just, just makes it even more fun. <laughs> yeah. So if, if Jürgen tries to pull that, and just you have some really rotten eggs in your crowd, man. <laughs> just like we do. Yeah. <laughs> some really bad eggs. All right. So let's go into the games and hobby segment. Games and hobby. All right, and we need to mention one thing first, which is actually from kind of from the last episode, because we played that game of Dead Zone right after our previous episode, right? Yeah. And do you remember how? Well, we, yeah, we can go through it. <laughs> yeah, let's do that first. So we played a game of Dead Zone, and you played Maison Labs for the first time. Yeah. And I played Forge Fathers. Um, and uh, I, uh, yeah, and and the thing that I need to bring up is almost an epic moment, really. It's how incredible um, the squiggly uh, model was. Do you remember that? Who had like the psychic abilities? Uh, yes. It's, it's called the organic data storage unit. The yeah. we just called it squiggly. Yeah. Uh, and he was just on fire because he has these quite short range abilities. They're so- all. Psychic Blast, is that the... Yeah, exactly. And they have... Uh, it has, let's see... A, a Mind Blast is the one that you just used all the time. And it has uh, Psychic, which uh, means you don't have to see your target. You can just... Yeah, it just you know, feels that it's there. And Blast, which is your favorite rule in Dead Zone. We you know it sends dwarves flying in, or in scatters direction. Especially dwarves, uh, dwarves that are climbing. <laughs> yes, which is the, the, the great thing is... Because on you know on my board it's all these levels, uh, and there was always one or two forge fathers that you could just sort of uh, blast from, and uh, you could when you count four cubes like diagonally upwards, you come surprisingly far up on that on that board. Yeah. So I had this like a sniper standing on top, like yeah, I'm safe up here, and you just sort of. Psychic blast him, and then he goes in a random direction and just uh, falls off, takes like falling damage, and you did that all game. You just went around with this squiggly spaghetti arm, and you sort of <laughs> blast, 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 and and just doors were flying everywhere, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and you, you were shooting away a lot uh, against me too. You actually, yeah. uh, you had a bad first turn shooting, I think, but after that you shot away uh, yeah. a few guys every turn. It was going very good for me, um, because but we decided to play a game where we we um, we halved all the kill points, 
Mm. Um, so every turn we would like rack up how many points. Uh, let's say after my turn, I would say like, oh, I killed like four four points total, mm. and then we would uh, cut that in half, uh, rounding down, I believe. Mm. So let's say I killed three points, we rounded that down to one. So I would only get one VP. So I was kind of leading the game on kill points, but uh, that's kind of boring. The cool thing is that you run it on scenario points, yeah. uh, which is my preference. I, I do enjoy scenario play the most. Um, but I just thought it was a really cool game because I, I tried to use that squiggly uh, once or twice, but I've never had a board with so many levels on it. No. And it, it, it becomes so much worse if it's just like a straight line yeah. and he has to walk through like a flat board and just, uh, he'll get ambushed. And, yeah, oh, yeah. It's horrible. But he was really the VIP. And you didn't even use his other like three abilities. He has like uh, this one you can, you can reactivate someone. Mm. Uh, like take away the reactivation marker so they can go again but that's like why why bother you I can just blast uh, people from you know from through walls yeah well, it was a fun game yeah and um, but you were not so, um, I had given you almost like it was almost all uh, it was a couple of security guards and you had uh, a handful of those um, rangers that I had freshly painted hmm. uh, so you had kind of a shooty list which should be um, but you said that next time you want to try more uh, fighty list, like combat melee yeah, yeah. with those, um, oh, what are they called again, like, uh, p- not p- yeah, plague victims, is it? Those kind of hunchbacked uh, fighter dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that could be cool. Because the thing is, we kind of have similar lists. We both like to shoot at each other, mm. but the Forge Fathers are like just one tiny step better yeah. than Mason Labs at shooting so it became like yeah I think I had an edge but I, st- I still lost the game though but that was fun and I just wanted to make sure we mention Squiggly's uh, epic performance mm. so how about the Kings of War games uh, then we dog I have played a couple of games uh, tested out my tournament list mm-hmm. which is uh, Abyssal Dwarfs mm-hmm uh, and so this style with a really good synergy, synergy I think. Uh, yeah. It's uh, um, uh, it just seems really strong. I have uh, I haven't won every game I play, but uh, that's because I'm not maybe I'm the best player. But the list in itself uh, is really strong if I can get it to work. Okay. It's, uh, it's immortal guards, three regiments of immortal guards, and they have uh, dash uh, now uh, yeah. Dash uh, seventeen in there. Are they? But are they like the standard infantry for? No, they're elite. Okay. And there's so many great things about them. I think they cost a lot, maybe hundred and sixty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have regen five plus and defense oh, ten five. Wow. Okay. And also they hit on three plus. Yeah. No crushing, but I have two bane champs in my list. Yeah, that helps. And they also have wishes. Yeah. So uh, when they get 12 attacks hitting on 3+, plus with Bane Shant and Wishes, maybe they will even get flanks because they're standing next next to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really good. And yeah. I have some heal too to help uh, Regan. Yeah. Uh, and that's a very good center. And uh, also I tried to... Uh, my problem is I, I have a fast flank, but I'm not playing it uh, as good as I should be right now. Okay. I have the Dragon Lord and uh, some cavalry. The uh, Abyssal Half-Breeds? Yeah. I just assume that all Abyssal Dwarf lists are great, because that's <laughs> usually how I 
yeah. I don't know. I always, when I face the Beastle Dwarves, I always feel like the list is awesome. And like, oh no, no, they have, uh, everything has wishes and... Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what to say. Yeah, also they have, uh, they have like a one, uh, one, uh, one turn uh, uh, only like uh, super hitty uh, because they have throwing mastiffs. All three regiments of Immortal Guards have throwing mastiffs. Oh yeah. And also two of the wizards have Fireball 10. Uh, okay. with, with the wishes effect mm-hmm. and the lesser obsidian golems that has the magma cannon which is like a throwing mastiff yeah and all of that is 12 range so that you, if you get something on those uh, regiments are units are standing very close mm-hmm. to uh, together so if you get within 12 range uh, inches they can oh, yeah. actually remove uh, last game they removed uh, a horde of uh, skeleton spearmen really yeah it's a good trick that the are those um, mastiffs? Are they still better than the dwarf ones, or are they kind I of? I think they're the same now. Been they've been pulled in line with. Uh... I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you played? But have you played Magnus both times? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you lost one, one, one. Uh, yeah, I lost the last one. Uh, part, mostly because I'm I'm not good at scenario. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, reading the details. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, not only reading details, but understand it. Um, mm. Magnus is a former chess player. He yeah. has good grasp of the rules. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won the last one, and then uh, because he had a really strong combat army, and I managed to hit them with the weakness where I needed it the most, and that, yeah. that meant, meant that my line survived. Yeah. And then it's almost impossible to kill them when I start to strike back if you don't break through the immortal groups. Okay. And this was your brand new hexcaster. Yes. Uh, really satisfied with him. Mm-hmm. He's a fun. Fun concept. Really. Weakness is a really good spell. Yeah. Um, and also, what's GC about uh, Abyssal Dwarf, of course, is that we're playing 1995 points, but they have three wizards because they are different uh, wizards slots. Uh, so instead of the two max, you can kind of get away with having. Yeah, yeah two Iron Caster and one Hex uh, Caster yeah. or Weakness Caster. And mm. you have Three wizards. Suddenly. It's kind of a, some armies can just do that, yeah. and others can't. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm uh, excited to see how it uh, performs. Um, I got a game. It's been a while since this game, though. But it's, I think it's still after our previous episode. I played Iwin when he came back from summer holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that he was at the club with his beard and? Uh, yeah, how did uh, that go? Uh, with his beard or with the game? Uh, both. <laughs> no, uh, we played. Uh, we both played Twilight Kin. Uh, we played Pillage, and uh, I did a. Uh, my Sea Guard did heroically. They had an awesome game. I actually had an epic moment later, so mm. reserved for that. Uh, and Ivan was furious and uh, cursing and uh, throwing things around almost, but he still pulled it off and won. He won two to one on objectives, hmm. only thanks to his large, uh, what are they called again, uh, like the giant uh, from the uh, twi- uh, Night Stalker giant. Uh, yes. You know I, I should know the name of them. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know which one I'm talking about. Yes, I have one in my list. Yeah. So uh, th- those were like a pain in the ass all game. Um, and the fun thing is with them, they're like... There's, they they post such a threat and they're like in your face killing things and then last turn they suddenly become ooh 
look over there, it's an objective. So they both pivoted 90 degrees yeah. and moved and touched an objective each. Yeah. And I'm like, shit! And, uh, and, that, and he got two. So, I mean, I was leading one to zero mm-hmm. until they suddenly like, oh no, I, we, we don't need to kill anything. We, just, they lost all their bloodthirst and just went over and picked up an objective. And I was like, I almost felt cheated. Like, it felt almost wrong that this ferocious giant creature can be like, ooh, look over here, it's a pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> so well, those wanted for him. So he's really and that, and they were freshly painted too, because I think he painted yes. those for either the July or the June perhaps yeah, contest, and they were just sort of big thumbs up for those. So the seagulls are actually very good though. Some depending on the dice, especially yeah. on the nerve roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So more about that later. Glad to hear about it. <laughs> um, oh, and. Uh, uh, I want to say pardon to Jake for just totally dropping the ball on that uh, play by mail universal battle thing that he he asked us if he wanted to participate in. Yeah, that's in. a really nice offer. It, yeah, it was very nice. It was just that I wanted to play with uh, Twilight Kin since that were kind of my new army. Um, but, you know, just guess guess where... In the process, I just stopped every time. I would, I would log on to UB, I would get up the game that he had made. I was like, okay, you know, here's Jake's army. So I was going to deploy. But guess where I... So it was not unique uh, unit creation? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't have my units created. And I wanted to have them in my, in my colors with the yellow. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, fuck, here we go. Create a unit, base size, drag an elf yeah, into it. Yeah, to create a new unit every time you were playing? Yeah, for, for every, I mean, for every... Of, uh, no, but I, I just don't. I've never done it with uh-huh. my elves. Uh-huh. So I, um, when I was logging in to deploy, for me that meant log in, create a whole army yeah. in Universal Battle, and then deploy after that. But that would have taken me several hours. And you've been complaining about this before, the creation step of UB yeah. it's just a killer I even tried to find someone else's elf army that I was like oh I didn't I didn't really find anything I liked and that's where it stopped I tried mm-hmm. two times or three times to log in and do it because I wanted to you know to get this game with Jake going but I was just I oh, it, was a, oh, it was too much so I, I had to tell Jake the other day sorry man it's just it's not working out <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and that was 10 days after he deployed his two units. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you know it's going to. So, <laughs> so yeah, sorry, well, man. I had to find something else to do. With, yeah, uh, I would with... rather... Than, I think I would actually... Well, no, I still need to get over that hump with creating the army, actually, regardless. I was going to say that I would prefer a normal UB game, but I still need the units. And it's, I only have my undead that, that are like done and created, but I'm kind of sick of those... But uh, I will see. Uh, and uh, the last thing on games is, of course, the thing we already talked about, which is the game we are going to play today, after this episode. Uh, we are going to play Salt the Earth scenario, mm-hmm. wasn't it, I think? Yeah. And uh, it's 1995, 100 points, because that's the Reign of Kings army size. Um, and uh, I have my orcs with undead allies. And you have the rest of my orcs. So, uh, 
Yeah. Do you want to say like what's in your list, uh, if you can recall? Sure. I like I like my list actually. Yeah. Even though it's like it stuff you did. Like, I wish I, I think you're a little bit jealous now. Yeah, Maybe you should <laughs> ask uh, if you can stand in a new list. Yeah, because your looks your looks very because fun. Because you look like orcs with some blue undead. I know it looks shit. I regret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have two two regiments of uh, gore riders. I have a unit of. Uh, yeah, you have, might want to help me. Great Axe, yes. a regiment, and a regiment of uh, Axe. Yeah. And the two troops of Skulks and the Skulk Hero, which gives them inspiring. Uh, yeah, and, and, and the Stadame Aura. Yeah. A War Drum, a Gold Speaker on Foot with Bane Chant and Fireball, and a Gold Speaker on uh, Gore. Gore, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, on With the uh, Fireball and Drain Life. And a uh, no, I'm going to run it. Credger. Does he have inspiring? Yes. Yeah, Credger. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Credger and uh, regiment of uh, Orklings. Yeah. And uh, a Skulk Marauder on the chariot. The chariot. Yeah. Yeah. Who's do you used that before? I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't look like you have. No. <laughs> uh, and the a regiment of uh, Gore chariots. Yeah. And a legion of Gore chariots. Yeah. It's a huge list. With basically all my all the orcs I don't have in my army, it seems like you managed to squeeze into this one. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is more, is more dull, I guess. Um, I will I will start with the two cool things I have, which is two troops of skulk outriders. That is cool. Which is the only cool things <laughs> in my list. And apart from that, I have two regiments of morax, and one horde of long axe. Uh, I have one giant. One uh, crudger on winged slasher, the big titan, and the one crudger on uh, gore, and one, uh, what's it called? Flag? F- I was gonna say flag it, but that's the goblin kind, just a flag bearer, you know, the ASB. And then, just to be a total dick, I have uh, allied in some undead. Uh, so, one regiment of mummies, two troops of raids, and one uh, undead standard bearer on foot, just to keep something inspired. Mm. Yeah, so that's my list. And he, he told me he don't have shambling now. He's lost shambling, mm. so the days of him walking uh, five inches behind is over. Um, I'm sure you've seen me actually surge him before, yeah. uh, just to keep up. I've done that. I had to do that yeah. sometimes because yeah. my my line has just run away from him. And yeah, this was in second edition. And he would be like, oh, wait up, five inches. And I would measure like, oh my God, he's outside. <laughs> so I had to use another wizard to surge my flag bearer closer just to <laughs> keep oh. shit inspired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, so that's it for games. But I also think the, the long axes are... They're quite good. They're, they're very quite, good. They're good. And I, I do like the, how they look as well. So yeah, it'll be fine. But you have all the you have all the underdogs are in your list. I think. Yeah, so yeah. you better win this time. Huh? Yeah, I feel I feel the pressure. So how are you for a hobby then? I mean, we spoke a little bit about uh, you painted the hexcaster. Yeah, and, uh, I'm and, working uh, on uh, two legions of militia. Yeah, that's it. Uh, actually, uh, something more you finished like the month. I haven't finished anything, uh, but I actually bought some new models because I bought some uh, Walking Dead models. Okay. And a new book from Antique where all the rules for. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. Like I a compilation of Walking Dead yes, rules. Yes. So um, 
Well, looking forward to read through the book. And uh, those new models is for the Call to Arms uh, game uh, in Walking Dead, okay. which is the more like uh, where you play uh, more tournament, playing to to survivor gangs against each other. Oh yeah, uh, I haven't seen yeah. that. Um, but that's okay, but um, I, I haven't played it a lot. Hmm. And I guess next time I'll play... Uh, will be more uh, like last time we played where it's sort of like um, like a story and uh, like almost like it almost like a sort of a dungeon crawl yeah, street crawl if you will street crawl yeah, yeah where things happen yeah. like yeah, yeah that would be cool yeah if that was fun when you did crawl. that what did you say pub crawl pub crawl yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we did pub crawl with walking dead for some <laughs> in some weird way yeah um, yeah, so I, my hobby, I... I, I can't say it. Well. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I'm sorry, I assumed you were done, but uh, okay. I only bought those models because, um, because Tabletop Battle contacted me and asked me if I wanted them. Yeah, did you get uh, it like cheap? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we got a great offer for no, you. But he actually showed me a picture of two other models, uh, two uh, models packs from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, I don't remember, but it was, you know, all, all the packs of Walking Dead, small packs, comes with a zombie and a character and a bi character. Oh, yeah. And he showed me, sent me two pictures of two of those. And mm-hmm. said, I said, what's that? And I said, hey, well, you bought them earlier, but you haven't picked them up. Oh really? So uh, so it's, so I also got those. That was uh, like a welcome kind of surprise. So it felt like you got them for free. Yeah. Because you forgot that yeah, you. Yeah. Do you think it was actually correct that you bought them? Yeah. Well, I has been a lot of uh, crazy <laughs> stuff happening with them lately, but actually I think it might be. Okay. It might have been that month where they said like we're struggling a bit, so you know we would appreciate if anyone bought some stuff now. I yeah, and I think I bought them together with the last order, and I really bushed up my last order, so probably, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Cool. That's, which I mentioned on the previous episode, that's how I got my Skulk uh, Riders. I just bought them for like yeah. like a pity, yeah. pity purchase, almost. Yeah. But actually, they stopped delivering to the usual place, so I actually drove home to me. Really? With them. Well, oh, it was yeah. just daytime, but I was home with the kids, so I just oh, had to... because yeah. he delivers yeah. down there. Yeah, but I, said, I told him I couldn't get there, because yeah, I'd just been I, outside. Did you sick child? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he came, he drove down to me. And I'm, I'm pointing out of uh, my window down to this gas station, which is actually where I picked up some stuff from them last time. Mm. <laughs> so I'm lucky I have a, a tabletop battle pickup spot right uh, yeah. down the hill from me. So, yeah. Maybe you can be a new place where they stash all their stuff. Yeah, no. Oh no, God, don't say that. They'll be on me now, like, hey guys, your friends. Uh, they are salesmen, those guys. So uh, I finally got some more milliput, finally. I ran out months ago. And then, yeah, I'm trying to get by using green stuff for things that I usually would use milliput for, which has been a really pain in the ass. But now I got the the proper stuff again, so that's good. Got to make yeah. So I made a regiment base for the my new uh, great axe regiment, which I just started painting, and you know make that pattern on the base and stuff. And it feels good to be uh, in action again, making bases because it's so you know that feeling when if you make the base completely finished, it just feels so easy. Whenever you paint a figure, you just sort of 
stick it on the base. It just feels like you're, I don't know, like you're doing nothing because the base is already finished. You're just sort of, fin I don't know, touching up the, mm. it's just a weird feeling. It's hard to describe, but I do like it. Uh, yeah, and the last hobby before I started these great acts, they were the, which I've mentioned several times now, the Orc out, uh, Skulk Outriders. Yeah. So yeah, that's my previous. Which came out really good. Uh, I think they're a mix of the Gore Riders and the Skulk box. Uh, so the downside is, of course, you need to purchase two things to be able to make them. So in money-wise, they are expensive to make. You need to buy two boxes of figures to, to make it. Mm, yes, do but you can you can put the gore rider on top of the skull skull legs. That's something I'm planning to look at uh, if it's possible. I'm not sure actually. I think the some tiny legs. because the, the gore rider body, I believe, is one part. So you would have to cut it off, like saw it off. Mm. So it's not perfect at all. But the weapons you get, you get uh, like you get these lances left over, mm. and I know I know for a fact that many have used those Gore Rider lances to make a long axe. Yes. So yes. let's say if you so if you buy a box of axe, uh, Gore Riders and Skulks, you could make long axe and Skulk Outriders. Mm. But you still end up you will need to purchase one more box than like you end up with. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's sometimes you just gotta do it. But that's uh, games and hobby. It was a good games and hobby segment. Lots of games, lots of hobby. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I didn't know it was that good much. selection. Me neither. I was <laughs> like, oh, we have nothing for this month, and it turns out we have quite a lot. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Room for improvement. All right. So uh, this uh, episode's room for improvement. Um, I'm, I realized that uh, the withdraw issue uh, has still not been clarified. Uh, we, we whined about this uh, last time, <laughs> and some, some Americans were very confident, like, this is how you play withdraw. And, uh, but as far as I can tell, there's been no like, public uh, clarification about the subject. And I'm, I'm just wondering, like, exactly when... I mean, I'm going to be at the tournament next week, so... When do I withdraw my units? When am I going to do it? So what do the Americans do? Oh, well, all Americans are the same. Actually. Well, the, at least the ones who <laughs> replied in this thread, they uh, apparently they play withdraw as an, uh, a start of turn thing where you start, okay, it's my turn, so I'll start my turn by withdrawing all of my units and then they'll carry on doing one thing at a time after that. That's almost like second edition, except that you, the last thing you do yeah. uh, is uh, pulling them apart, and then it's in the other player, of course. But uh, uh, that's that's actually an interesting observation. It's kind of like you reset the board to look exactly like it was in second yeah. edition. It doesn't look exactly like that because it's no, the other the right. units that moves backwards. But, yeah, uh, but I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure yeah. that the intent of the withdrawal rule was to kind of simulate how second edition was uh, able to give you an inch to, to, to move on, you know, to maneuver. Mm -hmm. So it, Interesting. It, it does kind of make sense. And I, I think I would actually prefer it to be that way because the situation that sparked this um, discussion uh, from, who was it again? Two Norwegian players, right? Simon and yeah. Jürgen, maybe? I think, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it was the, uh, the case of the double charge because um, they had a situation where uh, both units who wanted to 
They were both in their, uh, their respective melee already, but they both had the ability to uh, withdraw and charge this new target, like a horde, which was standing a bit further behind. But the way we read the rules like as written is that the unit can, before it's given an order, and we interpret, have at least always interpreted that as um, when I take this unit, I'm going to first withdraw it, and then I will declare a multi-charge, and then you have to kind of bring his, the friends along too, like these two units are going to multi-charge. Yeah. But this other unit, they haven't withdrawn yet, the way we've played it, because they haven't had a chance yet to do anything, right? Mm. So in their situation, these two units, which both would like to... But even if they didn't withdraw, because I'm not sure both of them could withdraw, but one of them was open and, and free to move, there was an issue uh, with the, if the one unit was free to move, charge in, mm -hmm. then the, the other uh, unit couldn't get in. And also, when, because when yeah. you can't charge, you move both of them at the same time. And, and But the question was if they could declare the charge at the same time if the engaged unit has to withdraw first. Wasn't it something like that? Something, they were actually, the problem is that there were, there were actually several things at once, which was a bit of a mess. But uh, the, the, the key thing for me is that was that I felt it was unclear if both could withdraw. Because mm. uh, the rules, as we read it, says that in theory you can't do that if it's a double charge. But uh, if it's like this Americans play it, which, like I said, I, I would actually like it. If, if you, I could start my turn and just pull everything an inch back, yeah. that, that would be cool. But I, I would really love for it to be in the FAQ or something because that's, com that's like a radical thing if I, if I did that. If we played a game, well, if in our <laughs> game today, I'm gonna try that. Then yeah. you're gonna feel. What are you doing? You're gonna feel totally cheated because <laughs> uh, it's uh, it would be uh, it very would, radical. To, it to would do. Uh, look and be very tidy, actually, if you just oh, all my units withdraw. Yeah, and then we start to move. You can almost almost like if uh, instead of pushing the t if I instead of me pushing the time over to you, mm -hmm. I can hit pause, mm -hmm. and then you can withdraw one. <laughs> Then we can start playing. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it would be tidy as well. Um, it's the the one thing that does, does not make it tidy though is when you, if you then back up into uh, or close to another unit, like yeah. an enemy unit, mm -hmm. then it feels weird to kind of leave it like that and then go somewhere else and do another move way over here and just leave that unit maybe on the other side hmm. standing illegally and I understand that the rules say that you have to end their turn you know without uh, and uh, um, respect the one inch rule but it just this they would stand there for like, like a long time in violation of the one inch rule and that sometimes and that's I think what makes it feel wrong to me is that you can I always thought you had to if you did a withdrawal and you break the one inch rule then it's like you have to hurry up and get out of there. It's kind of how I feel. Hmm. Instead of just sort of leisurely leaving everything in illegal places and then going back and fixing them one by one. I don't know. I hope, but I, I just wish for clarification. And hopefully the there will be a clarification. Hopefully it will be an easy clarification. Yeah. So Elegant um, solution. And the American solution was elegant. Yeah. And, but, yeah. If, but if not, not that logical. I, I like but, it. I just think that it's wild for them to claim that it's in the rules yeah 
But I, what I think is that many of these people have probably been in the playtesting group. So for them, it's like, it's just a, a, a known truth. It's something they all agree on, mm. but they didn't manage to get it properly and clearly in writing in, into the rules. Mm. So for, for everyone not involved in playtesting, it's just say, what? Like, you can do what? It's completely out of left field the way they say it. So, please clarify. All right. So that's all I wanted to touch on, really. Do I get one too? Or? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, room for improvement. I'm going to talk about the Empire of Dust and the monolith. What's up with the monolith? Why is it moving faster than everything else in the army? Why is it a monster with speed five that can march? <laughs> and it's a stone. It doesn't even have shambling. Really? Why doesn't it have advanced deployment? Place it, some, place it somewhere and st stay there. Now it's just walking around, grabbing objectives and who knows who. <laughs> <laughs> can it fight? No. Well, it can't defend, but it can't... Uh, well, it can never charge? It can never charge. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it uh, has a very high nerve and defense. And I assume you, you face. And you, you don't even get... It's not like a war machine, so we don't triple attacks against it. Oh, of course not. No. no. So well, I, I don't get stone, it. You know. It's who, a stone. Who has equipment to, to chip away at so a stone? So all the skeletons and slave guardians are moving very slowly and shambling away. <laughs> and that big stone, which not even cast magic on, is just swoof through yeah. the desert. <laughs> wow, what a, what a sight. Yeah. Like you're racing along. So why do they call it the monolith? Because it's really behaving more like the old, you know, the bone scorpion from Games Workshop or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, pop up is it supposed to be like a, a hovering monolith? Is this some sort of? Did they did they look at the forty k necrons and like oh yeah, look at these maybe. floating uh, monolith things? Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, hovering so you, monolith. You're yeah. all supposed to go out and buy a GW, you know, necron. But it doesn't fly. It's hovering. It should have fly move then. <laughs> could have speed five, but fly. Yeah. Uh, well, I assume you've played Magnus. Uh, well, I know for a fact you've played Magnus recently. Actually, and actually, he's an Emperor of Dust player. He's complaining about the monolith more than me. But he, I, but I still assume he uses it uh, to great effect, um, even though he complains about it. Yes. It's like, oh, this is so... I feel so bad doing this to you, and it yeah. would shove it in your face. Is it like the ultimate uh, speed bump or something? No, but the last time he grabbed an objective... Well, uh, he grabbed. Uh, well, he, he stopped me from uh, coming within three inches of an objective. Yeah. Hmm. Well, interesting. Let's put a pin in that, and we can revisit the monolith a later time. Yeah. Oh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's fun. We we we're open to suggestions about the fluff reason for this super quick. I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Send them to me on message. Just a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be. Just like the Tomb King, or just like the Empire of Dust? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I, I do like it. You know what? Uh, I think I actually like the... Um, uh, some people have been a bit vocal about them. Uh, they wish there was even a stronger split between Normal Undead and uh, Empire of Dust. For instance, mummies <coughs> that they... Yeah. Mummies should uh, maybe only be in Empire of Dust yeah. and not in Normal Undead yeah. and uh, I could see that I mean there's no really it would be it wouldn't harm to do that just make a 
good split and have like the. <laughs> you can make a unit that's not really mummies, but something else in undead. Yeah, because uh, revenants are kind of yeah. extra tanky skeletons. Yeah, you could maybe up so those even more yeah, yeah. or something, Just, and and in a different way maybe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and, and you, you can, can also make the then you can make the mummies uh, flammable, like they were uh, in the old old uh, Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, at least the separation of uh, what do you call it, dry undead and wet undead. Mm. <laughs> I think the dry undead plays very differently in my eyes. They played very, very close together and very yeah. tight. And uh, they have some elements to it that I think uh, yeah. really separates them as an army. So I'm not against them. They do. I mean, but, yeah. uh, they have a very unique playstyle actually. The Undead is just the Undead have several playstyles, and the Emperor Dust seems to have one really good one, which is the clump together and you surge and uh, the flying dragons and bone dragons and stuff. Okay, cool. Let's um, before we get complaining about something else let's go into the other entertainment other entertainment so uh, I actually uh, during my four day sick leave I watched all of uh, Better Call Saul wow so, yeah. I'm caught up now I've, uh, and I was so disappointed because I apparently there's one season coming. I thought it was like yeah. finished. Oh yeah, no, I'm still waiting for it. I think. Yeah. yeah so because you, you you're caught up to all that's out now as well. I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, you, you you sold me on uh, on watching it. I just needed to have a, like a like a headspace that was like chilled and laid back. I think too. Yeah. And because I tried. You, you to... saw the last season was the long walk in the desert. Uh, yeah, uh, that was great. <laughs> Arc. And that felt like Breaking Bad. Yeah, it did. It did. I felt like, oh, now we're sort of really getting yeah. close to that yeah. intensity. Yeah. So, That's yeah, true. it was good. I still feel like they could have skipped seasons one and two. It would have made almost no impact on the series. Because <laughs> that's just him working outside of a Vietnamese nail salon and yeah. struggling to find an office. He's still yeah. struggling to find an office in <laughs> season three, four, and five, or three at least. Yeah. And he still has trouble with his brother Chuck. Which is a complete asshole, by the way, and I really hate, I super hate Chuck in that series. It's so annoying. I do appreciate the acting, though, because it's a really strong yeah. character, yeah. but it's just so annoying! Good riddance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so annoying, and so, so, how strongly he just wanted to ruin it for Jimmy. Like, Would you say he's worse than Tukov? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know, maybe because he has a much longer and more annoying, like, he, he actively tries to just hinder Jimmy's life. In the, no, Tuco is worse, he's, he's, he's the worst. But uh, Tuco just makes me, like, yeah, I think, wasn't it Alex Kuz who said every scene with Tuco is like having a nervous, uh, like an anxiety attack? Because you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's that, yeah, that's a really good uh, description. Because mm-hmm. you're all, you're on edge, like, who's... Yeah. Who's he going to kill now? He's going to kill yeah. me. He's going to kill his friend. He killed his own cousin just for saying yeah. this random thing. Yeah. Uh, but um, I really like this. Uh, it's not new, but uh, what? It, I, I, it's been a while since I saw it. But uh, the the boss, not the boss boss, but the one uh, he was trying to kill in the the 
So in uh, Better Call Saul, you mean? Uh, yes, the FBI are trying to kill. Or, no, the, yeah, no, 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 the, no, no. The Gustavo French is trying to have rented some soldiers to kill him. Yeah, to, what's, uh, what's Lalo Salamanca. Yeah. He, is is Lalo in? He's not in Breaking. Is he Breaking Bad? I don't I can't remember recall. now, but, but I think he, he's a really cool character. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, he also is. Because I wanted to say that he is super annoying as well, but not in the same way. Because Lalo Salamanca is just so fucking smart. It's like hmm. he's like too smart hmm. to be a bad guy. It's really you know interesting, I mean? and it's really interesting him together with the guy who who is undercover there now. Who, who yeah, rather him not out. Sure. Or, yeah, yeah, not sure. Or yeah, he's yeah. called natural. Yeah, and and those two guys together. Yeah. yeah, because he's not sure it's kind of cool mm-hmm. and he's always like pretending to be cool but he's really just in deep well he's in trouble if yeah. he get caught mm-hmm. so the stakes are pretty high yeah. and he's a very good bluffer and just an uh, actor too yeah. and those together are just the, that tension between them yeah, uh, that's not yeah, supposed to be it's there and good. it's maybe not either but mm-hmm. uh, what if something goes wrong there it's really yeah it's, uh, it's enjoyable to see those because uh, um, uh, not sure where it, have you noticed that um, every time he gets a question, he just he waits just one second too yeah. long to answer, yeah. and you feel that sort of he's really thinking like, <laughs> okay, I, I I have to keep my uh, like my role here because mm-hmm. like I, if I say the wrong thing now, mm-hmm. I'll expose myself. So mm-hmm. he's like, and as a viewer, you're like, say something. And then oh, he finally <laughs> answers you like, oh, why can't you just you know, come on, Nacho? Answer a bit quicker. You you're gonna be suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super uh, intense actually, and yeah. I really yeah because uh, <clears throat> yeah, and you and also the guy at work told me like yeah, better call Saul. It has this intensity at least after a while, which is really good. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I, I like it. And I had this first moment because I started actually watching Breaking Bad just for just for fun. But th- now I'm watching Breaking Bad with my um, Apple TV remote in my hand. And I'm actually, I'm actually uh, fast forwarding over every time it's Walt's family. I just fast forwarding, and every time I see, I don't know, Jesse again, I start, I hit play. So I'm now watching on on double speed, and I did like season one in yeah, super quick. Like Marie has a problem with shoplifting. Fast forward. Oh, you know, Hank's, uh, Walt's cancer treatment, fast forward on that, just everything. So, and that's been, I wish someone made like an ultimate cut version, <laughs> like the director's cut. We just make all the, just cooking meth and that's like... That's not director's cut. <laughs> fan version. Uh, and I actually watched El Camino as well, which is that movie. Yeah, I watched that too. Where they do like a little round, they round off like Jesse's... Uh, yeah. Uh, but that's after Breaking Bad, and I do rem- I do admit, I actually don't actually recall uh, what happened to Jesse. So I had to Google that, like, uh. why was Jesse captured? Uh, and they got an answer for that. So mm. okay, so then I could continue watching the El Camino movie. <laughs> mm. So, uh, but that's pretty new that movie. So I, I probably shouldn't spoil the, the action of that. But yeah, so that's been kind of into the whole. Breaking Bad universe recently, which is cool. Oh yeah, and I got this uh, really good. The first moment I got where, cause it, and it's it's a bit hard this thing where they they make um, a show that's kind of before the other, but it's made later. So some of the actors are like, 
they're noticeably older. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. A pain in That's the ass. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that uh, douchebag uh, guy. The cop? Uh, no, you, you're talking about El Camino? Yeah. No, we're, we're actually talking about uh, Better Call Saul. Okay, okay. Because I was thinking about in El Camino. Yeah. Uh, that guy who, in Breaking Bad, he kills his little kid on the motorbike. Oh, is it? Uh, uh, okay. His son of the the one who um, the ones who they start to. Uh, the ones who hold him captured. Yeah, the those guys who hold yeah. him captured, and this uh, and one of them. Todd, isn't it? Todd, Todd, yeah. yeah. Mm. In El Camino. Come on, he's just I, so I, fat. I can't recall him from Breaking Bad. Oh, in Breaking so Bad, he's to... like uh, like slim and fit. And really? Yeah, I know. It's just what is this? Yes. fat 40, 50 year old uh, dude doing. Uh, it's just, it's, you should you should Google that. Transition guess, yeah. of Todd from Breaking Bad to apparently just a few weeks yeah. when they play in the scene with he's still trapped. Yeah. So it's in the same time period yeah. as Breaking Bad. Exactly. He's he's just oh, wow. oh why, why didn't anyone tell you they were making this movie ahead of time yeah shouldn't you hit the gym or something <laughs> and I'm, I'm not saying that to anyone in the society but anyway, it's, and it's your job to be an actor I was supposed yeah well that's what I would do I think it's a bit um, yeah I mean I'm, exactly that one I, I can't really recall like I said those scenes with those guys in Breaking Bad but what I noticed it was for instance with um there's a scene with Hank, you know, like Walt's brother-in-law and his partner, uh, you know, the cops, right, the DEA agents, <laughs> and Hank just looks, uh, well, he looks like Hank, so it's not a big problem, but then I saw him the first scene in Breaking Bad, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, he looks like, and mm. he was probably 10 years younger, right? Uh-huh. And you really can tell, it's like, ah, oh. so I know I'm supposed to be like, oh, this is a continuation of the story, but it's so hard to disconnect my brain. I, I know for a fact that this is, you know, so many years before, and uh, it just breaks the illusion when the, if the characters are like noticeably younger when they're supposed to be older. I, I recall this was a problem for me when, when they made The Hobbit as well. Oh, yeah. I was I, I I just couldn't stand looking at Legolas when he was supposed to be like uh, young Legolas, but he was obviously much older than he was in the first Lord of the Rings movie. Like more, you know, broader face, just more fleshy, and and they tried to hide it with like, oh, let's put a lot of makeup on Legolas so he looked <laughs> younger. But you don't look yeah. younger; you just look weird. <laughs> And I think they did that with Tuco. He has, I think Tuco has an appearance in Better Call Saul. And he has just this noticeable layer of like foundation or something to, to, to smooth out the wrinkles in his forehead. It's just, oh, it looks so bad. I can show you a picture now. Yeah, did you, did you Google Todd or what? Yes, I Googled Todd Breaking Bad Transition. Oh, God. I and then I got this meme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see, let me see. Where the headline is. Before and after Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? No way! Is that the same guy? Yeah. Oh my god. I, I can understand why you reacted now. Because I can't even recall that guy, but that looks like his dad. He <laughs> <laughs> went from 28 years old to 40, 50. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Before and after Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, that's weird. And that's a big problem when, these, when they make these sort of uh, prequels, right? Oh, here's another one. <laughs> what? Oh, that's so much. That's so many pounds in, in the face area. Oh, okay. So, but okay, let me say the first time, the first scene um, when, since I started rewatching Breaking Bad, right? The first time where I got like this wow moment, like since I, I tried to watch uh, them, well, since I've been watching them in like chronologically correct order, like first Better Call Saul. But the first time I saw Hank, it didn't really click. So I, yeah, well, he's obviously younger. Uh, and uh, when 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 uh, Jesse Pinkman he goes to uh, he goes to eat at the doghouse, this uh, cafe where I can recall Better Call Saul. He 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 sold his he sold his um, he sold his cell phones outside the doghouse. Oh. So that's like, oh yeah, that's a cool link. Mm. He's that's the same place, but still it's like yeah, but that's a bit cheap. You know, it's not really a good like. It's not a wow moment. Mm. The first wow moment was when I saw old man Salamanca in his wheelchair mm. uh, when Tuco um, kidnaps them and brings them to this house in the middle of the fucking desert. Yeah. And inside this house is old... Uh, is it Hector? Is it Hector Salamanca? Yeah. Like Grandpa Salamanca in his chair. Because you'd seen him uh, get this uh, heart attack or stroke or whatever in Better Call Saul. Yeah. You've seen him end up in the wheelchair yeah. and slowly regain his like body function. And actually for him, I got this sort of, wow, because he, he I mean, yes, he doesn't look older. He kind of looks younger. But in Better Call Saul, he had his hair like uh, closely shaven. Mm. But here he has this sort of... Um, his hair has grown out. It's like really white and kind of unkept. So it's a, mm. like messy white patches of hair, which actually, uh, and that I think is the only actor that passed the test from yeah. Better Call Saul to Breaking Bad without yeah. me going, oh, come on, that's <laughs> obviously wrong. Yeah. So I was like, oh, finally, a moment where I feel genuinely like this is a continuation was actually the old guy Salamanca in the wheelchair. Mm. So I was really happy that they were able to at least do one thing right in this uh, link between shows. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, watching a lot of TV recently. Um, oh yeah, and I started playing Total War again as Wales uh, in the Total War yeah, Britannia. Yeah, Britannia. Mm, it's mm. super good. Super good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might actually be able to download it. Yeah, I mean Total War Two Definitive Edition. You know what killed me? I think I, I think I downloaded Total War and then it was it was a little bit slow, but I think it was very too difficult for me. Uh, the Total War Medieval Two. I think so. I'm not sure which one it was. You can no, adjust. it was in Rome. It uh, has Rome been going on. S- you have because Rome. I usually play Rome Total War. Yeah, that's the one before this one. Yeah, I played that one and then I downloaded Rome Total War Two, which is kind of in recent. Uh, kind of, yeah. But now I think it was too difficult for me. Uh, okay. Uh, I felt that everything was rioting and I was attacked oh, okay. and killed. So just even though it wasn't easy, and I was <laughs> so just yeah. I mean, I I don't I can't really relate, but um, I've had some campaigns where it's been harder than others, and recently I felt like. Um, you have to know when you have to just exterminate one of your own cities, mm. <laughs> which is a horrible moment. You're like, 
everything's going fine, keeping the taxes low to get the populations up instead of... Because when I started playing Total War, it was always like, I'll keep the taxes high to make lots of money. But keeping it low gets more population percentage rise, so you have more people paying taxes, so you get more money in the long run. But then, at some point, you're going to conquer a big city. In, in this case, it's London. <laughs> London is the first city that you conquer as Wales. And like, oh shit, it's actually like 25,000 people. That's, and it's starting to be like, you never really get it under control. So you're, like, so you're like, well, <laughs> here we go, London. We take your army out. You know, you make, asked for it. <laughs> bring in a couple of cannons. Uh, t- turn the tax level up to very high. So it's guaranteed to riot. And then when it becomes a rebel city, you take it again with cannons to, you know, because it's probably well defended, so you just need to blast down the door. And then you exterminate the population, <laughs> killing 15,000 people. Like, two, or I think you kill uh, three-fourths of the population. And then like, well, that's that problem handled. And now London is now 5,000 people. And it has all... Smallest the smallest town in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's now the smallest town of all your towns. But it has the... Uh, top level of all the buildings it's like majors palace um, uh, so it must be something like I'm not very good I'm not maybe I don't remember something like Canberra in Australia isn't that sort of like oh I might be I'm in really deep uh, water what's Australia got to do with uh... I think oh, oh my god I shouldn't have mentioned this uh, <laughs> isn't uh no, if you name name two cities of uh, of Australia, you you mentioned Sydney and yeah. Mel- Perth, Melbourne. I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do that. I think there's a city between built as a capital because they couldn't agree which one should be the capital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was Canberra. I, I think may, it is. I might be wrong. Should I Google it? Yeah. And, <laughs> Uh, that what you end up with is a very small town with all the official buildings, oh, and that's my link. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we are into some live googling now. Canberra, capital uh, of Australia. I apologize for all the mistakes. I forgot that uh, <laughs> Australia also plays Kings of Wales. Yeah, it says the city was uh, constructed right between the two most important cities or biggest cities. Ah, yeah, good point. Hmm? So, uh, yeah, that's exactly where it ends up. And then I did the same with Dublin, because I took Dublin. I, Wales, have, you have to take Dublin to uh, win the campaign as well. Same thing. You can never get those damn Irish under control. There's all, the, you know, they're singing and dancing. You know? <laughs> so, well, you ask for it, Irish, take out your army, riot, and then kill them all. I... <laughs> weird feeling, man. You have to... Yeah. And, but, it's just when if you don't, then you lose control of the entire area. So. Did you make a limerick about it? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> there once was a town called Shilarne. <laughs> there once was a yeah, town it, because there is a lot. There is a town called Kilkelly. Kilkenny. Yeah. yeah. Once was a city called Dublin. I slayed them without pity, like a goblin. <laughs> they did all riot. So. I had to try it to kill every last one. Uh, oh, okay, can can get the last one wording. Okay, sorry, almost. No. <laughs> I'd say improvised. It's yeah. uh, really good. <laughs> so, Total War, still a great game. Two thousand and five, baby. Well, mm-hmm. I'm stuck with my Civilization Six still. 
But I can uh, download a new uh, upgrade. And your computer was able to, yeah, to run yeah, that? Yeah, was sure. it? Just yeah. to save it on... How is that new D drive going <laughs> for you? my D drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! All that space. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, no, but uh, they, they have added some uh, something uh, about climate, uh, modern climate crisis, uh, flooding of rivers, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Just annoying. <laughs> yeah. And they also added something else with uh, like secret societies. Really? Uh, but I haven't tried it a lot because I found it. I was go- just going to start playing again, and, and it was very hard to try to play on. I'm not considering myself a very good player, but I play at the emperor level. Sounds good. Yes, but there are all there are two levels above that. I think. Okay. I think I think so. At least the and something else. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was too hard, so I couldn't have more things uh, impacting. So I just had to. No, no secret society for me. Can you like disable it? Yes. Oh, okay. So okay, cool. And yes, <laughs> it has very little to do with history. Yeah, so. just a fun side thing, yeah. I guess. Oh. But I, I think they just started. Oh, let's uh, put some Assassin Creeds fluff into oh, it. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Typical. So let's. Uh, what do you say we move on to epic moment and uh, round off the episode with that? Yeah. Oh, you're skipping the uh, one minute D&D now? Uh, I don't know, are we? Uh, okay. Because you don't have any dice, so I can... Uh, I have a D6. I don't know. We need uh, to play this game too. Yeah, we, yeah. So, if it's okay with you, maybe... Sorry, no uh, no one minute D&D. I know all the listeners were waiting just for that, for this episode. Yeah. Probably everyone's favorite but segment. Don't worry, it will be 30 minute D&D. <laughs> <laughs> to make up for a lost time. No, but that's actually good because I haven't... Uh, I haven't quite figured out uh, what's going to happen next. Okay. So, so give you some thinking time. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> okay. So epic moment. The last segment of the day. Uh, I want to start with a, a thing, which is uh, I was watching this live um, uh, Dash 28 feed. Uh, they were doing... Uh, a game between Jeremy Duvall and Elliot Morish a couple of weeks ago, and they were going to do live commentary, right? Mm. And because uh, most of these games, I've, I've I've seen them on YouTube after the fact, but this one was happening. I mean, I was sitting there like, oh, is this right now? Like, oh, this is live, cool. I can watch this, and I was watching it for a while. And the thing is, um, when you open the window in YouTube, you have you know the commentaries, and and Thomas was one of the commentators. Oh. Uh, but my point was though, uh, you you can see the comment uh, the faces like they have these squares for the webcam on the side, and you have the game and you have this little frame. But what this does is that, for me as a viewer, I want to what I want instinctively to do is to zoom in, mm. you know, on the UB game. Mm. But I can't because the UB game window is just a feed that they're showing. Yeah. So you are, I mean, they have to be zooming in. But most of the time they're not zooming in; they're just sort of watching the overall picture. So you need a bigger computer. Yeah, screen. because they, my view of it is probably worse than their view of it because mm. they probably have a full screen. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I can't see what's going on. So what I did was open the Universal Battle, and I found a game mm. which was run by Elliot, and it had it had a password on it. 
So I started trying random passwords. Oh my god. Like, dun, 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 dun. Uh, Kings of War Dash 28, Kings of War UB Battle of Child And I got. Dorf. Yeah. And eventually I got in. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I did. So I was like, woohoo! So I was in there, it was Jeremy Duvall, Elliot Morish, and then it said, Fred has joined the game. And I'm like, yes, I'm in the fucking UB window. But how did you get in? Old school 90s uh, password hacking. Just guessing words and names. How did you guess it? What was the password? I don't want to say it, but it was very simple. And it had, it was very closely related to Dash 28, is all I want to say. Was it closely related to Kings of War 2? Or was it was you just, oh, banana, one, two, three? It was swordfish. It's always no, swordfish. I, it was only like... I, I rotated around Dash 28 and Kings of War, things like KOW, Kings of War, Kings of War 3, Dash I 28. I could never have done that. I think my creative mind is too big to uh, fathom. Oh yeah, too something. big, of course. Yeah, too, yeah. Big. Mm-hmm. too big. Too big, because I would just... I would just spin out into the whole world of yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, California, USA. Yeah. Fred sucks. Jeremy, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sure, well, it was super simple. It was the like, uh, and I got in. It was fun, and uh, suddenly I was doing commenting inside the game, like "Good work, Elliot!" And then I could hear Thomas like, "Oh, Fred's in here," on the commentary because yeah. I had. A st- yeah. I still had the and everybody. Thomas, you gave him the yeah. password. Why is he? What's he doing in there? And I actually recorded... Did you ask them about the withdrawal? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. So I started actually recording a sound then, because I think this could be fun. So I opened Audacity and I started like record Windows sound. And then, so I got a recording... Such a... <laughs> so I, I want to play this recording right now in, the, in this episode actually. Um, because it, it, it was quite fun. You can hear them reacting to like, oh... Who, it's Fred in the game now. And do you want to hear it? Are you going to play it now? I will. I can play it for you, uh, and I can like edit it into the episode. I'm, uh, I'm actually horrified. Oh, how your stalking <laughs> abilities is off the chart. <laughs> uh, okay, but I'm still gonna play it for you. Okay. So yeah, just a moment. So you just gotta shuffle the mind screech and then spin both units, haven't you, really? Yeah. Yeah. Really, all I can do. Hey. No! <laughs> I suppose he was trying to overrun, yeah. but you know, yeah. just get himself away. Yeah, it's probably mean. It's probably the right choice, actually. I think if you got a two or a three, you could have got a full nine degrees on this payment. Oh, there is Fred in the watching as well. <laughs> oh, I've got to check my messenger. Hang on. <laughs> that guy's everywhere. I heard Fred isn't actually his name. He's actually a club name, and there's an entire club of Freds. What? That's, that's what I've heard. That's the rumor. I just made it up. But, uh, That's how rumors start. Somebody makes up. Yeah. All right. Spearman um, on Spearman violence here. He actually has an uh, identical twin brother. Or close to. Yeah. Fred's brother is very... It's, <laughs> it's uncanny, isn't it? It's a little bit a little bit odd. But he wants oh, to point out... No, no, it didn't need the vicious. Yeah, I forgot your bane jump. Fred wants to point out that he's managed to hack our UB game, apparently. Just guess the password, old school style. <laughs> yes, very, very difficult to guess password that uh, Elliot selected. He just wants to have an epic moment for his next giant, uh, giant dwarf episode. Right. <laughs> he can have his, he can have his hack of the month. Okay, so uh, V Dog has still not heard the clip because I couldn't find it. 
But you all, you... I'm actually really glad and relieved about that. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. Vidor, yeah, Vidor is innocent. Uh, that's true. So, um, but that was fun, and I felt like a, a teenage hacker in his room. Like, I just had the keys to elite. <laughs> I must say, that's a great epic moment. Yeah. And it was also epic moment and feedback. For please make the screen bigger or zoom in once in a while. Yeah, that is actually something I hadn't planned to actually, um, you know, pit, uh, mention. But that is a good point because as a viewer, I felt I wanted to get closer to the action and, uh, uh, you know, don't assume everyone has a big screen. I'm just on my old laptop, so yeah. You know what to say if you want to get close to the action, play a real game. That's right. That's yeah. what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that was my uh, epic hacking moment. You said you had this. Uh, did you have a sad epic moment for this this episode? Well, it's really sad. I mean, it's it's not about King Sora, and it's really sad. I don't know. Should if you it, even bring it up? I don't know. I just I, I just felt that this opportunity being on this podcast is uh, kind of a place to be honest and. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Uh, I have two actually. I have uh, and both of them are. Are both sad? No. Uh, to, uh, uh, one, both of them are uh, Seinfeld-ish, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can take the easy one first. Okay. <laughs> um, well, since I bring my kids to kindergarten, there's another parent, a man who has, uh, I think he has two daughters or maybe three daughters. And he also walks his kids to kindergarten. Yeah. And uh, he always says hello to me. And he always has. Since uh, my oldest started in kindergarten, he always smiles with a big smile and says hello. Hello. Yeah, and uh, when I first experienced that, I was thinking, "Oh my God, I know him from somewhere. He knows me. We went to school together, or something like that." Because of the level of this yeah, because the level of commitment. Uh, or... Yeah, it's so smiling and really uh, saying hi as he like he knows me, oh, but yeah. we never stop and talk. Okay, uh, because maybe he's waiting for me to stop or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's just I feel awkward every time I meet him. But you, of course, run off when you. <laughs> no, I don't do enough because I started to say hello back, equally engaged and smiling. Oh, wow. And also, so I, so it's very are, Seinfeld. And this is working very well. We're yeah. saying hello and, hey, and uh, both things. Uh, but I'm still, every time I pass him, I'm in the back of my mind, Who is that, that someone I went to school with or something? Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, this is great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then I was in the playground, and he actually lives next to one of the playgrounds I often go to. So I've seen okay. him there before, but then now my wife was with me. Mm-hmm. And then he walked by, and he said hi, in his usual friendly way. Yeah. And I said, hi! Mm-hmm. And, uh, and my wife just turned to me after he has left and said, who was that? Mm-hmm. Because it looks like we, uh, we know each other really well. Mm-hmm. And I just had to say that, uh, no, that's the guy I always tell you about. I just have this tone of, because I can't say, I, I'm, I'm too afraid to ask. It's too late to turn back. <laughs> so oh. I met him today too, actually, because I was uh, on that playground and he came out with yeah. his girls and he said hi and I said hi and we didn't speak anymore. Yeah. And I took my kids and went home. It's like you high five and like uh, no, secret just, handshake. No, it's just uh, it looks. He looks very friendly and saying hi in a very yeah. friendly way. And I try to do the same. Were you going to leave, or did you leave quicker than you had planned to because of his arrival? No, I had to leave actually. Okay, so yeah. you were planning to leave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, 
Let's get out of here. Yeah, he, he actually left at the same time as me. Yeah. Oh, so you can work together and like, <laughs> hey. Oh, man, this is comedy gold. Yeah. And you've actually told your wife, like, oh, this, there's this guy that I've... Yeah, I've told, I've told her several times. Mm-hmm. No, I met this guy again. And he's saying hello to me. I feel like I should know him, but I, I haven't seen him before as far as I know. But people can change in, you know, 30 or 25 years. Yeah, sure. But this is really cool. And... Um... And so awkward because it's the further you go along with it, it will be more and more impossible to, you know, to to, to turn back. Or like, who are you again? <laughs> it's like you won't be able to ask that question. <laughs> oh, awesome. Are you ready for the sad one? Uh, yeah, just a moment. Okay, hit me. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I have a tissue ready. <laughs> It's not, uh, I, I guess it's uh, mostly sad for me. Um, you know, you're playing D&D ahead the other day without you. Yeah. And um, and uh, I knew that I was coming here and uh, play with you because you said September 5th, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was, uh, I was thinking, uh, in my back of my mind, uh, last week I was thinking it was on Sunday we were going to play. Okay, uh, but I only I only changed Saturday with Sunday. I was always thinking about the fifth. Oh yeah. Anyway, we're playing D and D with the group. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this was on Wednesday. On or? Wednesday, and we were playing, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a good time, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, your character played better than ever. Uh, of uh, course. <laughs> he was hitting like <laughs> he was shooting three times and hitting on three times. No. And uh, no. but that's beside the point. Yeah. At the end of the game, everyone uh, everyone was happy and said, "Oh, this is good. This is good to be back playing again." Mm-hmm. And thank you for arranging this event. And then, uh, then one of the guys said, um, "I don't remember when." Oh, when, when is next time? Yeah, maybe next week or something. Okay. Well, I'm looking for. And the one of them said, "Well, I'm looking forward to Deadland Deadlands on Sunday." Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, what the hell, Deadlands on Sunday? And I, 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 I'm, I don't even know about this. Mm-hmm. And and um, and they were just so so. I was trying to uh, we're doing this uh, online, so I'm just sitting yeah, with the headphones and trying to uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you say? <laughs> because the reason the reason I'm asking this uh, is not uh, necessarily because I want to play Deadlands. Mm-hmm. It's because I want to find out if, if uh, you're. If I was thought I was going to play against Frederick if on I had cancelled on you on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so oh, I think it's uh, Sunday in the e. Uh, so then I thought I heard one of the guys said, "Oh man," or something like, "Oh," like a sigh, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, and then, and then I start. Then I start thinking, "Oh my God, they didn't <laughs> want me to be there." <laughs> and you, you might yeah. think that this is the sad part, but it's yeah. not. No. <laughs> the sad part is coming now. Yeah. Then I thought. Then I thought that. Oh, maybe that is a secret from me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think I'm going to play against Fred. Yeah. And they, I show up at Fred and they have arranged a secret birthday party for me. Because my birthday is coming up in a few weeks. Uh, but, yeah, but uh, not tomorrow. No, no. But I, I was thinking maybe, <laughs> maybe it's an advanced birthday party and everyone will be there. And, okay. Yeah. And so I really don't know. So I was I was telling my wife about this. I I, don't, I think one of the guys might have slipped now and said that they were arranging because remember I thought it was on Sunday I was going to meet you. Mm-hmm. And then I checked the date and I saw oh I'm going to meet Fred on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But then I, my mind twisted. I was twisted in mind. I didn't remember if they actually said Sunday or Saturday. 
So now that mixed up. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not even sure. To send, telling my wife, uh, wife, but what? Uh, maybe they are having a birthday party. But the same thing happened to her because something, someone arranged a party for her, and oh. one of uh, her uh, friends just uh, slipped up. Slipped up. <laughs> so she's oh maybe. It's, oh, so it was, oh, oh, this, but it can't be. It can't be. My God. But, the, but the seed was uh, inside so, my mind, yeah. you know. So the whole mm-hmm. week I was uh, up until now, mm-hmm. I was going and thinking, oh my God, maybe there's a surprise party. That would be nice with a surprise party if I came here today. <laughs> and um, you're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, and um, and then um, what was the next thing happening? Yeah, then you started talking to me about uh, what armies I wanted to play, and, and yeah. you said something about yeah, well, maybe you should play King's War now. I should back on that. Then. I yeah. said, wow, if, if, if there's no surprise party, then Fred is a really good, uh, uh, good, <laughs> good actor. <laughs> uh, maybe, he's, well, maybe the older, older guys told him that they slipped up, so he has to reassure me. And you don't have to check like, out if I still, if yeah. I, what I still believe. I'm still up for playing Kings of War. And he has to offer Kings of War and not yeah. just Dead Song. He's yeah. like, oh, an extra carrot. <laughs> no, no, just just so it doesn't felt uh, mm-hmm. fake, and I said, "Oh wow, Freddy's a really good." Uh, uh, if if it's a surprise party, uh, mm-hmm. party, Fred must be a really good actor. Yeah. And then then I uh, I was oh it's probably not a surprise party. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and then uh, today you sent me those snaps of you putting out the table and rolling up the oh so then I thought then back in my mind this more said oh that's sneaky that's sneaky (laughs) (laughs) and I just realized this is today that's sneaky that's pushing it (laughs) I would never do that just put up a mat and show he wouldn't do that that's uh, no it's probably a surprise party but I don't know I don't know oh man and then I uh, then I had to Come, come here. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just now, recently. Yeah. And then I walked up there and I watched through the. I actually think I saw it through your bedroom window into. The, I saw the table standing here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With terrain on it. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, it's my uh, my. Yeah, of course, I'm I'm just mistaken. I was uh, uh, overly optimistic. Yeah. But what if they're hiding in the basement? <laughs> So, so I got in, but it was just you, and you bought one pizza. Yep. And, uh, well, cheers. Cheers, man. (laughs) Cheers, you asshole. (laughs) But I'm over it now. I really am. (laughs) How long have you been waiting for someone to pop up into the basement? (laughs) I was always thinking, I was also, I must admit, I was always, uh, I was also thinking about that, um... Uh, if I was coming here, mm-hmm. that I can actually use it as an epic moment. Yeah. Okay. So you had like so a I had dual, a, I had a dual, dual plan. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was I had I had no <laughs> idea. That was, all that that entire story was was a huge surprise for me. You know what? I, that's my creative mind going. Yep. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that's like problematically creative. <laughs> yeah. So do you need me to clear up the tomorrow part of that? No, right? I guess you're playing Deadlands tomorrow. Yeah, and, and I know you. I knew you played Deadlands in August. Yeah. Also, so I guess it's just a, 
continuation of that group. Yeah, yeah. because Kristal <laughs> asked you to join Deadlands. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah. you said no. No, I, I said I couldn't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, just to clarify that, yeah, you were I invited. I don't feel bad about <laughs> that part. <laughs> I have no problems with you playing Deadlands with something, uh, someone else than me. Mm -hmm. That's not a problem. But, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Man, that's okay. You just put... Okay, I don't even know how to continue now. This There's is so weird. <laughs> this is so weird. And also I feel like... So, yeah, okay. I don't know how to... Maybe you should get, you can call someone up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like you put this whole weird frame around this entire day. And, uh, and for me, this is a really cool day. Like, you know, we're podcasting and playing. And you're like, oh, it's a downer. It's a poly podcast in the game. Uh. You know what? Oh, it's strange. I told you I, was, I had to check with my wife if I could leave early tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'll check. And then she said, oh, if it, is it okay if I go early? Like, yeah. yeah, you have to, she said. Because oh, it's do I have to? Uh, so, so, so is it part of the plan? Um, yeah, so I just, I, I thought, it was about, oh, when can, so I, I could probably leave like five. Oh, that's fine. And I was just, oh, she knows so something. Fred she asked her yeah. to make sure yeah. the dog goes early. To yeah. <laughs> okay, this is getting out of control. Exciting times. And you're, oh my god, and I, I can't top this. I still will try. <laughs> my last epic moment. And, uh, <laughs> and the cont uh, the end of today's episode is uh, we're trying to get back into Kings of War now. You know, no surprise party, just Kings of War. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is when me and I played Iwin in this game earlier that I told you of, and my Sea Guard they were on fire. So uh, first. And my C and I, I play Sea Guard in regiments, mind you, not hordes. So two regiments of Sea Guard. So my C one of these Sea Guards, they charge a spare horde, just almost like a kamikaze thing. And while I'm charging it, I'm doing this song like, "We will protect our home," <laughs> and like, "We will guard our land." Like the Sea Guard are just there to die for their ancestral home, and yeah, just sing these cheesy songs. And what happens is, I of course do like one or two damage, and I double six this entire spare wow. horde of Iwin. Oh! So he's like, no, fucking double six rule, we have to get rid of this rule from the game and all that. And then of course I'm like, we will protect our home, and like these uh, sea guards are singing and, you know, putting up a big show. And, and then it's Iwin's turn, and of course this his main unit, which is this, this spare horde, they you know they wavered, can't do much, just they back up I think, because um, the center was it was really just the, them on the center and the, those two monsters were on the side. So the, the turn goes back to me. So now it's like well, uh, the same Sea Guard regiment, they can do uh, like a, a small corkscrew, like ninety degree pivot. Um, so some don't want to call it a corkscrew, but you know, it's the classic 90 degree charge on something mm -hmm. else, right? Into another spare horde. He had two spare hordes. And uh, they double six that one as well. <laughs> so they double six waver that one. <laughs> we will protect our home. We are the sea guard. La, la, la. Uh, and uh, Ivan is furious. It's just ah, he got twice double sixth, and both times were his spare hordes. 
and uh, not uh, and to like add uh, insult to injury, while the Sea Guard were just doing their double six run, I had two um, I had two regiments of Impalers, which you know are the actual you know damage dealers. Mm. They double charged the original horde. Wow! So the Sea Guard ran off. And they double charge and then pop took that off. Oh, nice! Sea guard double six the next horde and it's just oh, it's just so good. Uh, yeah, so uh, sea guard man, they're great, especially in regiments. If you're all double six. Huh. Yep. And there's also something about later in the game he double one them and he tried to kill them. So he's like they were just unkillable. They were amazing. So yeah, it was fun to have a like a King's War epic moment. Uh, mm. That's. Uh, it's rare, but it's fun when you really have one. So yeah. And cool. uh, with that, we are concluding this episode. And uh, still no surprise party, but we are going to play a game of Kings of War. I'll kill you. And uh, let's hope Vito is satisfied <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, we'll post some photos in uh, our Facebook group, most likely. And uh, pop a few beers. And I've also bought the classic Norwegian pizza. Grandiosa. And the normal, the, the standard Ooh, Grandiosa. That's the best one. Not even the one with pepperoni, because I couldn't afford it. I only had the, the you know, the 51 kroner. Yeah, so. both first price chips? No, actually, I, I don't know. The only chips I could afford, yeah. and the Grandiosa. So, yeah. Alright, I think that's it for us. So, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. This was the Giant Dwarf Podcast. Feel free to join our Facebook group with the same name or follow us on Twitter at Vida Hemingby and at Fred underscore Oslo or email us at giantdwarfpodcast at gmail.com Thanks for now!